Yacht Rock Radio, on air and online at YachtRockRadio.com. And we are privileged now to have in studio, on the air with us, the members of Air Supply. I can call you musical legends. Do you... Does that, is that okay? Is it okay to call uh, Russell Hitchcock a musical legend? That's far too lofty for us. We're just a couple of guys that have been on the road for a long time. Uh, just a couple of guys? Graham, Russell, is that uh, fair to say just a couple of guys that have been on the road? Absolutely, yeah. That's what we prefer, you know. Okay, well then we are not with musical legends. We are <laughs> with just a couple of guys that have some top ten hits that have been on the road for 40 plus years. We're yeah. with Air Supply backstage. Uh, and I got to tell you, um, in my youth, uh, and now that I'm a, a middle-aged man, we're the same age, really. Uh, but when I was a kid, you guys were really hitting it big. And when I think of Air Supply, I think of that album cover for the one that you love with the... Uh, the balloon, the hot air balloon. Correct, yeah. Everywhere I go, I see a hot air balloon in the sky, I think of air supply. That's Is right. that just me, or do you hear that too from your fans? Well, I do the same thing myself, actually. Every time I see one, I think of that, that album cover. And when we made the records with Arista, this is, might be interesting or not, I don't care really. <laughs> they said, uh, do you want this hot air balloon or that hot air balloon <laughs> on the cover? <laughs> so that was our choice. So we went with the, with the blue one. With the hearts, yeah, 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 and yeah. So they actually gave you a choice of just two hot air balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to test your memory. What was the other balloon? That's, that was too long ago. <laughs> I think it had less hearts on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're backstage with Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock from Air Supply. Uh, you played all over the world. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, maybe a country or a place that would surprise me that are huge Air Supply fans. It's obvious in America, Great Britain, Australia, huge hits in English. W- was there an airport or a bus station in the old days, currently, recently, you got, you got off the bus and it's just an enormous reception that you weren't expecting that would make all of us smile? Well, we went to, to South, Southeast Asia for the first time in 1980, so every country there, we went to uh, Korea, South Korea first, China, Japan, Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, and we never knew what to expect, but everybody knew our songs from day one, so it was a, a big thrill for us to go there and realise that people had uh, been touched by our songs as deeply as they are still. So fa- a fan in Southeast Asia that would say hi to you, they can't speak English. Correct. They are singing every word to your songs in English. Yeah. In fact, some people have said to us that they learned English kind of by listening to our songs, so that's another uh, you know, big thrill. Very flattering. That's very cool. So you can get Rosetta Stone or you can get the uh, Air Supply oh, Library. Listen to Air Supply albums. You don't need the Rosetta Stone. our records. <laughs> uh, I have to ask you about um, your names, your, your last name being Russell and your first name being Russell. And uh, with your fans, probably, not to get too graphic, but conceiving their children during an Air Supply song... Yeah. Uh, that was to that Russell, not my that, Russell. That was the other Russell. The other Russell. Um, you've had to have had just a number of fans, not just the wedding song, like, hey, your supply, your song was our wedding song, but, but hey, Russell and Mr. Russell, uh, we named our son Russell because of your song. I mean, have you heard that, or am I just thinking way too hard? Well, you're not thinking way too hard. Actually, one of our promoters in, uh, Philippines. in the Philippines, he named... Him and his wife named their daughter Russell, which I, we thought was very cool. He's a great fan of ours and been promoting us for many years. Danny. <laughs> uh, Graham, Russell, 40-plus uh, years on the road. W- what's your favorite part of playing on the road? 
Um, you know, it's all kind of part of the, the same jigsaw puzzle. It's, you know, there are some parts that you like more than others. You know, I, the, the, my favourite part is getting on stage and playing, but uh, the, everything up to that is can be long. You know, the travel gets harder the older you get, and it gets longer. Uh, but, you know, we love to play, so that's the price you pay. Uh, but we love to get on stage at night and see everybody's face light up. You know, that's what, that's the, the real treasure. Really so the, the show I'm at is a day show. The sun will be up. That, is that more fun to see the faces during the day or is a, is a nighttime show with the, with the spotlight in your face and you can't even see the crowd? Uh, Which one do you like? They're both great. They're just very different. You know, being able to see them uh, is really cool because you can't hide anywhere. You know, when, when it's dark, you can, you know, you can go somewhere while the spotlight's on Russell. I can go and adjust my microphone or something. But in daylight, of course, you can't hide. They see everything. And they like that, you know. But uh, it's all great. You know, daylight shows are a little different. Uh, they're, they're kind of uh, more intimate because they're more fun. You know, we have, we have a laugh and, and the audience can see everything and, and we can see them. So we can have this banter, you know. Well, you've done so much in your career. One of the things I read about was that you were go-to hosts for uh, Solid Gold. Um, and again, I, I was 10 years old in 1980. Okay. Solid Gold, that TV show, was huge for, for American kids. And are there fans around the world that maybe don't even know you're in a band that just think you were television hosts for Solid Gold? Well, we, no, we, I don't think so because we used to play on it every week too. Where they would play, we would play a song on it. So uh, it, it became very important to us. And I think it had a lot to do with us, with our longevity because the whole world watched that show and we were on it all the time. I don't know how many times we hosted it. it at least 20, maybe, you no know. Kidding. Yeah, but it was, I, I don't think at the time we realized how important it was. But we, all, we always wanted to do it. And when they called us and said, can you host? We said, yeah, we'll host. And often we were in Australia and we'd fly in and host it, you know. And that was a large uh, part of our decision to move to the U.S. Because we were doing that show all the time, you know. But it was a great part of our career. And um, it was very influential at the time. Now, I, I think of Solid Gold and the, the artists, the songs, the dancers, the outfits, the, the glitz, yeah, yeah. the glamour. So... I mean, I'm dying to know a backstage story from, from Solid Gold. Something that happened pre-show, post-show. Was there a post-show party or a wrap-up? No, there never was, you know. Uh, so don't tell me it was boring. Don't tell me you just showed up and well, said, here's Marilyn McCoo and left. I mean, we never got into that, you know. We were so busy. But I, I don't ever remember a party there, did we? I mean, it was all professional, you know. I mean, the dancers were lovely ladies and we, you know, obviously everybody got along with each other, no matter who the host was, whether it was... Andy Gibb or us or whatever, Dion Warwick. Dion. But it was professional. I mean, it's that, mm -hmm. that kind of business. You know, you do the job, then you go home. Yeah. Well, we, we did the job, then we went to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you had your own post-wrap-up party. Uh, we're speaking with Air Supply, Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock. Um, the love songs, the romance, uh, the hits. Uh, was there ever a time, I'm just asking for fun now, that you wanted to write, you know, a hate song or a heavy metal or just some, let's just for a joke on April Fool's Day, do something that's not us? No, I, I wouldn't write a song like that because it's not me, you know. I, if I write a song, it has to be me, you know. I, I can't do something that's, that isn't me because I'd, I'd be uh, fooling people and I couldn't do that, you know. I mean, the reason we have so many romantic songs is because that's the way we are in, in real life. We're very passionate people very emotional and that that comes out in the songs i think if we were to do anything else it wouldn't it wouldn't really be us 
and we wouldn't be people would know you know oh he doesn't hate me like he says he does <laughs> you know we love everybody that's why it's easy for us don't we man yes <laughs> <laughs> all right one final question to wrap up uh, a fun question i'd like to ask about a cover band or maybe even a karaoke bar if you're traveling you know, you're on tour, you're walking through a hotel, and in the hotel bar, there's a cover band or karaoke, and they're playing one of your songs. Mm. How's that make you feel? And have you ever walked in and walked up to them and introduced yourself, or maybe even grabbed the mic with them and sang with them? Well, I didn't sing with them, but I was in Santa Monica many years, years ago with uh, Victor Bridges, an old tour manager of ours, and the guy was singing Lost in Love. And I thought, well, that's, you know, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, did the song, did a great job. And at the at, at the end, he went up to the bar and had a drink. And I walked up and I said, "Hi, I'm, I'm me." And uh, <laughs> and I, I nearly fainted. He couldn't believe it. But he was he had a great voice. The guy, I was very impressed. He, oh, even you say he has a great voice. Oh, singing your song, he had a great voice, no doubt about it. I would have died too if you if, if, if you said hi to me. Should have killed him then. <laughs> so he can't replace me. <laughs> it, how about for you, Graham? It happens quite a lot, especially uh, in Asia. Overseas, it happens. More often than not, we're coming into a, or passing a bar. There's a, there's a band in there playing one of our songs, for sure. I mean, every trip it happens, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's cool. It's a compliment, you know. It's very cool. All right, we'll be uh, we'll be looking for the the air supply um, hot air balloon. Uh, yeah. Did you ever did you ever ride into a concert on a hot air balloon? Good idea. Write that down, Sparky, will you? Yeah, I mean, the logistics would be a nightmare, but the visual would be great. The if you guys came in on a I've hot air balloon. I've never been in a hot air balloon. But they You've are, never they, been in I've one? I've never been in one, no. I, I, I should go in one. <laughs> but uh, I've never, no. It would be fun. They would know who it is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for the time. Air Supply on Yacht Rock Radio. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to Yacht Rock Radio, the smoothest soft rock from the late 70s and early 80s. For more smooth, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Yacht Rock Radio.